The following podcast was recorded in the basement of my place of employment, so I don't cry in public. Please enjoy. Hi, friends. So, last time we were together, I feel like I made it pretty clear that I never wanted to talk about healthcare again, and yet here we are for me to make an addendum to the previous podcast, which I should have called health care, more like health scare. (sighs) So as much as I don't want to remember today, I thought that it was important to put this down in word writing um, so that it might be a benefit to um, you if you get the notion to give yourself a brain tumor in the future. Um, I received a phone call from one of the cancer centers that I get treatment at. And when I say treatment, I mean that I go and see my doctors at. I'm not getting any form of cancer treatment at the moment. However, because oligodendroglioma does eventually um, turn into uh, cancer, you are seen by um, neuro-oncologists and radiologists and people that... um, you know, work with you until it does turn into cancer, right? So you don't go to a, to a regular normie doctor for this type of thing. Anyway, got a call, call from the cancer clinic, um, left me a super sweet message telling me that um, before I can come and see my doctor this Thursday for an appointment we've had scheduled for like six months now, I have to pay them um, the rest of my outstanding balance from the past three or four MRIs, which is about um, $1,900. So the reason why I wanted to mention this is because this is something that you will probably have to deal with, and I would hate for you to not be expecting it to happen and the um, depression to just hit you like a steamroller. Let it simmer. Let it, you know, draw it out. Let it last for the entirety of um, your illness in life. Don't let it all, you know, get you once like a big old piano on your head. So you're welcome. Uh, so they called, they said, I have to, I have to pay, you know, the $1,900 before I can be seen and then I can be seen. Um, so two things, a, no, I won't be paying that amount of money. Even if I had that amount of money on hand, which, um, parentheses, most Americans don't, extra parentheses, I do, but I'm not going to pay it, extra, extra parentheses, that's not a flex, I just happen to have it, right, the point is, A, no, I will not pay the full amount, number two, is that the doctor I'm going to see is the doctor that I only see to get my seizure medication refilled, that's his only job as far as my medical team is concerned, I go and see him. We have about a three to four minute conversation about just, you know, how I'm feeling with regards to the medication, uh, Keppra, as we've discussed. I hope you remembered. Um, And then he says, okay, great. I'll see you again in a couple of months. And then, and this is sidebar, but fascinating. He talks, like he he does his recorder, you know, of um, notes of the meeting appointment but he does it right in front of me and stares at me the whole time looking for confirmation that what he's saying is correct 
So I'll be sitting in a chair. I'll have my conversation. He'll, you know, make some suggestions or we'll have blood tests if my energy is especially low. Um, and then he'll say, okay, bye. And I'll say, bye. And then he stays there and he stands at me and I'm sitting in my chair and he pulls out his tape recorder and he looks me right in the eyes and he goes, today, patient said that, you know, she's feeling the sleepies. And I told her she probably needs more vitamin D. And she said, hey, oh, and then he stops and he stares at me until I like nod in agreement. And then he continues talking until he has verbally gone over the entire appointment and then he leaves and then his nurse comes in to tell me I can leave leave it's fascinating he also one time told me that I should take birth control and when I told him no thank you I am good he said what if you get pregnant and I said no thank you I am good and he said but what if you get raped oh whoa so I don't know I mean is that an offer I don't it was wildly amazing um so anyway that's who I'm gonna go see or was going to go and see so I could get my seizure medication refilled and as I'm sure you remember I have to take my seizure medication I don't like it's not a choice right because if I don't take it chances are I'm gonna have a seizure and then we all know that that means I will not be able to drive Uh, That means I will not be able to keep my job because my husband um, travels a lot for his job, so he's not in town very often. Um, I don't have any type of, um, like, public transit that reaches where I live to where I work. I live about 30 minutes away from where I work. Um... And I, I would not rely on the transportation. It's just not going to happen. So I would lose my job, which means I would lose my health care, which means I would lose, you know, uh, our second source of income. So then I extra couldn't go see the doctor uh, ever again until my head hurted so bad that I was dying. And then I'd go to the doctor and they'd be like, oh, no, you literally are dying. You have stage four geoblastoma. Check you later, John McCain. Um, so not great, pretty upset about it. However, there is a bright side. And I tell you this too, so that you can keep this in mind when it is your turn. I am prescribed 2000 milligrams of Keppra every day. They come in 1000 milligram pills and you take two, right? Obviously the math, uh, but about three months maybe in when I started to kind of not even fully recover but like was aware of how time worked again you know and like I the last stages of psychosis were slowly drifting away um I decided out of fear of the ACA being dismantled haha and here we are again um to wean myself down on my medication so that I could save some because if the ACA had been dismantled or when it is dismantled, I certainly won't be able to afford to either go to this doctor um, or pay for my or my medicine. So what I decided to do, and this is um, not something I recommend, but it is a choice I made, uh, was that instead of um, taking the 2,000 milligrams a day, since my reason for having seizures, the brain tumor was gone, 
I kind of mentally argued that um, I didn't need to take this full 2000 anymore. I could take less. So I started cutting the pills in half. Or no, 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 excuse me. They come in 1,000 milligrams. So you would take... I've literally just talked to you about this. Jesus Christ. Okay. He's not here, by the way. Um, I started taking one a day, right? Slowly weaned myself so that I was only taking 1,000 milligrams instead of the two. And then I started cutting the 1,000 milligram pill in half and only taking the one a day of the half. So um, in my head, that's 100 milligrams, but maybe it's more like 1,000 milligrams, but it's slow release and I'm not getting the full dose. I don't know. I'm not a pharmacist. What I do know is that I have probably a good six months worth of Keppra just hoarding away like a little squirrel in winter, just shoving my cheeks when I'm hungry. Just kidding. But I do have all those pills. So don't you go worrying about poor little me with regards to this one appointment that I will not be attending um, because I will still have seizure medicine uh, for at least, you know, most of the rest of the year. Um, however, I also have my MRI in September as previously discussed, and it's at the same clinic. So I know this conversation shall rear its head in September, in which case then I genuinely don't know what I'm going to do because again, I'm not going to pay the full amount. Um, I have two forms of insurance and I pay so much money a month for that. It covers maybe, you know, 5 to 10% of my care. I'm just not going to do it. And so that might sound stupid or like I'm throwing a fit. And you would be right for the latter. I think for the former, you would be wrong. But, you know, subjectivity. Um, however, point being, I don't know what I'm going to do with regards to the MRI. This is not a cry for money. This isn't like, please help me get my MRI. This is a choice that I'm very aware that I am choosing to make. Um, however, I just, it's, it's so interesting to me that this would ever even be something I considered. I know that online, you know, there's lots of stories about like people are dying because they're not getting their insulin or, you know, people can't afford this. So they're dying. And it's usually something that, um, you know, not that it it makes sense that they're not doing it, but it's like, of course, if you don't take your insulin, you're going to die. Right. And that's super tragic, but you don't think about things like this where, oh, well, if I can't, if a person can't get the MRIs to catch their tumors, such turn into cancer, then they will also die. It's just, you know, a slower process than the medication you need to live on a daily basis, as opposed to the lifelong care that a person with a terminal illness needs. Um, those aren't, you know, things I ever thought about before I had a terminal illness because I am selfish. So, in summation, healthcare is um, still a dumpster fire of trash that belongs right in hell that doesn't exist. Um, and, you know, you might 
come to a financial crossroads at some point in your life where, you know, you don't know what you're going to do. You, you can choose to continue living the life that you live um, with the quality of life that you have while you have it. Or you can choose to put all of your savings and money into preventative health care. And I got to tell you that most people choose the former and I'm one of them. Um, I don't think that I could function uh, as a health, healthy, <laughs> oh me, sometimes you're subconscious, am I right guys? That was me to my voices, not to you. Um, sometimes, and or in this case anyway, or all the time, anyway, the point is, is that um, being happy enough to continue living every day is a lot healthier of a situation, especially for my family and especially for my children, than it would be for me to um, sell my home with my husband, sell everything we own, declare bankruptcy because of financial debt, or I mean medical debt, go live with my parents, which we have the um, technically the opportunity to do so if we needed to. Many people don't have right that safety net in place. So there's another thing to consider um, if you're not me. Um, and and we could just spend every dollar towards preventative care, um, which could last, you know, 20 or 30 years. We don't know, right? We have no idea when it'll come back, um, and at what rate it will come back at. So I'm choosing, choosing to, uh, live my life the way that I want to live it. And that includes not paying these bullshit medical bills that I shouldn't have in the first fucking place because I pay my goddamn insurance every month and have since I was, you know, however many years old, uh, don't remember. Um, I think I was probably like 24 or 25 when I finally had health insurance for the first time as an adult, certainly had it as a child, obviously. Thanks to me and Diddy. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the summation of this is other than, um, you know, healthcare is a right. It should come out of our taxes. Um, nobody should have to go through this or worse. The insulin dependency thing that some people have to live with is fucking disgusting. And it makes me physically ill. Ha ha again. No. And, um, yeah. So again, I know I said it literally the last time, and I also know that I said literally a lot last time, and I was trying to be funny for myself, uh, so don't worry about that. Um, I know that I said that we would not be discussing this horseshit anymore, and so I apologize for lying again, but I thought that this might be in, you know, something that you might need to know um, to prepare yourself for mentally in the future. So there's my gift to you. Um, from my pain to your joy. And um, I hope that you are just having the best day ever. And I hope that you never have to pay a medical bill in the future. And I hope that you can feel like shit and go to a doctor without the fear of whether or not you'll be able to feed yourself and your children later on that day if the copay is too much. Bye, guys.